Hills type in an expensive designer suit with fashionably wide lapels and with a funny-looking white streak in his well-coiffed hair. Obediently, he said his name was Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. Spell it! The reporter shouted, and he did. K-A-R-D-A-S-H-I-A-N. On TV screens across the country, the super popped up under his frozen face. It read, Robert Kardashian, Simpson friend. At that moment, for the first time, on live television and in press accounts transmitted around the world, the Kardashian name, virtually in an instant, had become known, just as the prophetess had prophesied long before. Fast forward to the spring of 2016. A born-again Christian woman with the joyous name Happy Rue recalled Kardashian's revelation about the prophecy at that small gathering at the home of his close friend and religious counselor, Pastor Ken Gullickson, some two decades earlier. Rue was the widow of Brent Rue, an evangelical minister who had been Gullickson's associate pastor at his charismatic evangelical vineyard church for two years, and there had closely bonded with the church's elder, Robert Kardashian. My husband and Robert got along so well, she recalled. They both had an incredible sense of humor. Brent was kind of a fun-loving guy who was quick with his humor, and Robert was too, and they played on each other. The Roos also got to know the pretty former junior flight attendant, Chris Hooten, even before Kardashian had married her. When Robert first hooked up with Chris and they became kind of an item, he called up Ken and his wife Joni and me and my husband to come over for dinner. He was so anxious to introduce us to her, and Chris cooked up a big Mexican feast there at Robert's Beverly Hills house. Happy Rue had never forgotten. Chris was delightful, and Robert was so excited by Chris, really bedazzled by her. And I remember we were all holding hands and praying over Chris's meal, and I've thought many times about what happened to all of us over the years, and about Chris's history of infidelity with Robert and how she really broke his heart. Mother of four and cougar extraordinaire, Chris thought she had found the perfect spot in the late 80s to have afternoon assignations with her hunky 23-year-old boy toy lover, Todd Waterman. She knew the layout well. Chris had accompanied husband Robert to the Beverly Hills mansion of close friends Larry and Joyce Cranes a million times for socializing and as A-list guests at the Cranes' elegantly done soirees, where Chris was always considered the belle of the ball. Robert and Larry had bonded in 10th grade at Susan Miller Dorsey High School, class of 1962 in Los Angeles, and had remained close confidants ever since. Robert and I and our families spent New Year's Eve together forever, it seemed, Larry Cranes fondly recalled, reminiscing about their friendship years later. At first it was Robert and whomever he was dating at the time, along with Larry and Joyce Cranes, and O.J. Simpson and his first wife, Marguerite. Then it was Robert and Chris and O.J. and Nicole with the Craneses. We all did the New Year's holiday for years, said Larry, heir to an auto accessories fortune. We went together on Thanksgiving trips, and we skied every Thanksgiving at Vail. 
Robert had a guy who he knew who rented a whole house to us in Vale, and we did that for years, usually during the spring break. My daughter and son went to the same school, Buckley, with the older girls, Courtney and Kim, who were close friends. Before Vale, we'd go to Park City. Back in the days when Chloe was three, I had a plane and we took all the kids up. My relationship with those girls and Chris and Robert goes back decades, continued Cranes. At their weddings today, the Kardashian kids all run up and hug and kiss me. They still call me Uncle Larry. It was Joyce Cranes, then pregnant, who threw Chris a fancy wedding shower when she became engaged to Robert in 1978, and she was one of Chris's bridesmaids. With that kind of loving and long relationship, there was absolutely no reason for Larry and Joyce to question Chris's motivation and agenda when she innocently asked permission to drop by on her own when no one was at home to use their professional...